Drug treatment courts help those charged with drug and alcohol offenses straighten out their lives with documented success. But as State Impact's Beth Wallace reports, efforts to reform the state's criminal justice system are causing unintended consequences for the program. Cal Hobson is a former Oklahoma state lawmaker who authored two bills in the 90s to expand treatment courts. But in 2014, he found himself in a treatment court after wrecking his car while driving under the influence in Cleveland County. Hobson says walking up to the judge's desk for his first treatment court hearing was a humbling experience. You know, you used to fund the courthouse or fund the budget, and here you're <laughs> standing in front of those guys. But since his time in treatment court over seven years ago, Hobson stayed sober. I do not say to you that it's the reason I've been able to stay sober. I don't know the reason. Because of the way I, they dealt with me so professionally, I knew that this was a chance I should not screw up. Hobson was a participant at the Cleveland County Treatment Court. These courts offer an alternative to prison for people convicted of nonviolent felony drug or alcohol-related offenses. For Hobson and others, treatment court can be a vital lifeline, but the program is demanding. There are group and individual therapy sessions, weekly court hearings and drug tests, and home and job visits. But in Cleveland County, the treatment reaches beyond the walls of the courtroom. Judge Michael Tupper, who presides over the Cleveland County Treatment Court, leads a weekly Saturday running group that counts toward participants' required self-improvement activities. So we got walking group and rambling group. Rambling group. <laughs> it's a real good opportunity to get out of the courtroom and get out of that formality. And we drop barriers, and I think it builds trust, and it just it humanizes the whole program. Statewide, treatment courts boast some impressive statistics. Offenders released from prison are rearrested at about three times the rate of treatment court graduates, and unemployment numbers for participants drop by nearly 95%. But after the instatement of several new criminal justice reform measures in Oklahoma, some are concerned that treatment court might not have the reach it once did. Measures like State Question 780, which took effect in July of 2017. Since then, felonies for drug possession have fallen by 74%. Those judges that handled drug court were extremely worried about how their numbers would drop. This is Jerry Askins, the state administrative director of courts and former lieutenant governor. They knew that it meant there might not be the hammer to hold over people to encourage them to get this treatment. She says because treatment courts are for felony convictions, the switch of drug offenses to misdemeanors leaves offenders without the opportunity to choose treatment. Even if Oklahoma had a misdemeanor treatment court, she says there would be little incentive for people to choose such a demanding and lengthy program over a lesser punishment like a year in prison or a fine. And the system isn't perfect. Procedures can vary widely from county to county. Participants must pay thousands of dollars in fees. And in the panhandle, there aren't any treatment courts that serve the area. In Judge Tupper's courtroom, a participant has made his way through all five phases of the program and today is graduating from treatment court. He asked to remain anonymous because his conviction will be removed from his record upon graduation. What are your names of sobriety? 411. Drinking was a vicious cycle that kept me focused on self-centered behaviors with little regard for anything or anyone else. It's important that I keep sobriety first in my life because if I don't have it, everything that's dear to me can be lost. With all that being said, I humbly ask to graduate from the Cleveland County Treatment Court Program. You have graduated from this program. Your petition is granted. Um, here is your graduation certificate. For graduates, the journey of sobriety is just beginning. 
Even seven years later, Cal Hobson says he wakes up every morning and tells himself he can either have a good day or a bad day. I uh, would go with some of my pals off to the interurban and have some drinks at the bar and a steak and, and talk politics. I'm not going to end up having a good day. So it keeps me sober to stay on that path of having a good day every day. The drop in drug possession felonies could mean less access to treatment courts like Judge Tupper's, a court that has given many people hope they can begin that journey of having a good day every day. For State Impact, I'm Beth Wallace.